When you're depressed, where do you want to go? Cymbalta is a prescription medication. Tell your doctor right away if you're depressed. Four steps in a new direction. The Lord's forgiven you of everything in your life you don't want there. And you should Order your copy of America on DVD. Have your credit card ready. Start a mosque in the worst possible place. The controversy? It's only two blocks from ground zero. This week, Sarah Palin up to already raucous debate went on Twitter to hold on Yo, sensory deception. You ain't censoring shit. Yo. Yo, it's sensory deception. You can't censor my perception. Hey, yo, it's sensory deception. You can't censor my. Yo. Yo. All the senselessness has got me sensing less Nonsensical sentences from the censorship Five senses regret, depressants, stimulants Sensory perception, deception, we on defense Intentionally intense, technical events Unintellectually affecting us through television sets Couch potato brain, but vegetated as stew They regulated my views through entertainment and news Infiltrated education, product placement in schools How I'm rocking my hat, how I'm lacing my shoes Eating the shit, the media's force feeding You got little girls Leading to bulimia, believe it, bro. Everyone's to blame. All became a part of this, blinded by the greed. We couldn't see the harm in this. Artists are charging marketing offices, planting the artificial seeds and harvesting the narcissists. Yo, it's sensory deception. You can't censor my perception. Hey, yo, it's sensory deception. You can't censor my, censor my job. Hey, yo, I touch it, I taste it, I smell it, I hear it, I see it. Love it, I hate it, don't want it there. I need it. It's sensory deception. You can't censor my perception. Hey, yo, I touch, taste, smell, hear, see, love, hate. Yo, it's mass murder by Frank Furters and hamburgers. Supersize your suicidal pack. Arrival, uno dollar, you and swallow that Superficial world where everything's a fallacy High speed, hook up disconnectors from reality All-knowing android, avoid us from thinking Jim Jones, pop, cold, poison, punch, drinking We are at war with your age Repetitive lines, hypnotized subconsciousness Rebellious rhymes, sabotage their reconnaissance Supreme dominance over the whole populace Hollowed out my head and filled the void with empty promises Bionic, I'm finding it ironic They cutting down the truth to write lies on it Sexual saturation, instant gratification Consume a nation, missing imagination Mass communication, trapped in isolation Handful of corporations Got a grip on all the stations You know why? It's sensory deception You can't censor my perception Hey yo, it's sensory deception
Being a cat can be damn tedious. People dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time. Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding, and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays, and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life. And be more dog. Let's 
This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Tuesday, August 30th, 2016. You're listening to the first 52 RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos. Or I should be on Radio Chaos, but I can't get on there. I don't know. We'll figure that out, Don. You and I will chat about that, see what's going on. Anywho, here we are. We're going to do another ride. I hope you're ready for a, for a what I, I expect to be a very fun ride tonight. It, it, it's it's going to be interesting. I'm curious to see how this goes. We will take phone calls later in the show. Uh, not quite very early. I want to get all my thoughts out before you guys start calling me and yelling at me. Telling me I'm wrong. Telling me I'm crazy. That's okay, though. I'm used to being crazy. You know, this isn't... What, what I plan on... What, what I'm going to be talking about a lot tonight was not what I planned on talking about tonight. I kind of had to change things up a little bit. Things got switched around. You know, I had planned on... Talking a lot about chemtrails and and uh, what else we got up here that I was well see this whole page I'm looking at is all on one subject which we're going to get to and I don't usually you know follow the mainstream media's uh, lead and I don't want to say I'm following their lead but I, I think some things need to be you know addressed a little more we're, we're going to talk some cop hate uh, what what would first fifty two be if we didn't do that. No, we have to. And just some other little news that I've got pulled up here. We'll, we'll get to maybe, maybe not. I've, I have a really strange feeling that that my main topic of the evening is going to take up most of the night. And we're, we're going to listen to all sides of it. I, I don't want to just stick with, with what i got to say about it. I'm going to bring uh, some of the audio of the other side of the people that really believe that, that, that they need to, to, to stand against this individual. We're going to talk about patriotism. And how blind patriotism can lead you to believe things that maybe aren't quite what they are. That, that you'll follow anybody because of blind patriotism. And that it's totally different than statism. Patriotism and statism is different. And everybody should have a level of patriotism in their, in their soul. I mean, that, that, what, why would you want to live anywhere if you don't believe in where you live? If you can't have some kind of, of love for where you live? That patriotism is not a bad thing. It's when you when you allow that patriotism to lead every thought in your head, and when somebody and and listen, we can we can show a great example of what I'm going to try to to point out with this patriotism thing. When you look at 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 an individual like Alex Jones, okay, I'm going to use that as an as a, a great example of of how patriotism can be bad. I loved Alex Jones when I first got into all this stuff. He was, obviously, who woke me up. Who made me realize that there was more going on. His documentaries, listening to his show. And I grew this this belief in everything he said. And I'd attack people 
who ever tried to point out his his faults, his inconsistencies, which, guess what? Everybody has them. So, you know, when, when you're learning this whole conspiracy world of how it works and what people are, are about and how they think, when you're learning this, you have to attach yourself to that one thing, that one thing that's making you feel that you understand now. And that's what you do. And that's that's not a bad thing. It's kind of like attaching yourself to your country, to the nation you live in, to your government. It all comes together, whether you want it to or not. So then you, you fight people. You tell them they're wrong. You don't listen to them. You you you, uh, you know if they're if they're in the same business or in the same uh, realm of what they do is is counter is in the same thing as this person that you're defending adamantly, like Alex Jones. You might be missing some good things. And eventually, you realize, just with any nation or patriotism to a nation, that they're not always right. Maybe, maybe other people might say something or do something that's against your patriotism or your beliefs. But you might need to listen to a little bit. You might need to go, hmm, you know, maybe he is... Uh, you know, over demanding and overpowering and, and, and thinks he rules that whole region. As some of the things that I had heard about Jones. Now we look and, and he's putting out videos that if, if I'm dead, Hillary killed me because Hillary's talking about me on stage. That just shows you what kind of, of a, a tool he is. I mean, I completely, uh, changed my mind on him years ago. But he was a needed necessity, and I defended him adamantly to people. And that's what patriotism does to people. You wrap yourself in, in the belief that everything your country does, whether you like it or not, is good. It needs to be done. It's kind of like, you know, the it's kind of like the, the, the complete, utter police supporters. That no matter how bad it is, eh, well, you know... He's got a dangerous job and, you know, he just, he did what he thought was right and it was an accident. It's the same thing. When you have a badge licker that, that a cop could walk up to a guy, put a gun at the side of his head and pull the trigger and kill him and that guy goes, you know, he was just having a bad day. Oops. Sorry. We'll retrain him. That's what our country is doing to us. It's walking up. It's putting a gun to the side of our head and it's pulling the trigger. And people are defending that action. People are standing up and saying, my favorite line, if you don't like what you got here, then leave it. You know what? Fuck you. I defended this nation. I served this nation. Did you? And a lot of people that are, ah, you got to just leave it. Just leave it if you don't like it. They're not the ones that defended this nation. I'm going to go through some of my some of my tweet or some of my uh, Facebook messaging and some of my tweets later on. I'm not going to point any names out. I promise that. If you happen to be listening and you were one of those people arguing within my Facebook, I won't mention your name. If you're one of my Facebook friends, I'm sure you can go find it if you'd like to. And we'll talk about, you know, some of the things I've seen going back and forth. I just I I think that 
this whole election process, and I, another thing I don't like to talk about, I haven't even told you the main topic that we're getting to. I'm sure all of you are smart enough to figure out what it is. But it's like this whole election process, it's, it's, it's completely made people retarded. I mean, they're completely retarded. I, I just don't even get it. We've got one man that, that uh, I shouldn't even say man, one person. I, I want to leave it as I really wanted to leave it vague. We've got one person that's rich, powerful, has has damaged a lot of lives, hasn't been, you know, he's been successful, but not super successful in business. I mean, I know a lot of people go, what What do you mean not super successful? He's a multimillionaire. Yes, I understand that. But he became a multimillionaire, multi-billionaire, whatever he happens to be now, not because he worked hard from from the beginning of his life and, and had a, a, a lemonade stand at six and then, you know, uh, went and worked at a restaurant and worked the same restaurant until he became the manager of that restaurant that led him to, to developing a whole other franchise idea, blah, 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 blah. No. He got handed a shit ton of money when he when he became of age and invested that money well, learned from very good people, and has been part of the system for the past 40 years. As long as he's been in business, he's been using the system to, to get what he needs and wants. And then on the other side, you have somebody who's been in government or around government most of their lives is rich and powerful, has hurt many people's lives, maybe even had a lot of people murdered to silence them, has flipped from side to side, as the first person has. They've put the gun to the side of her head and pulled the trigger. And people are defending the whole thing. This election cycle has... Idiocracy, we are there. It, there is no question about it at this point in time. If you've never seen Idiocracy, go watch it. Because that's where we are. Camacho is about to be president. Either side, either one would be the Camacho as far as I'm concerned. I mean, we do have a, wrestle, a guy that was in pro wrestling at one point in time running for the presidency. We've got somebody who's lied, cheat, cheated, steal, stolen, uh, done illegal activities running for the presidency. And more people are angry that a football player didn't stand up during the national anthem. As a veteran myself, I don't care. As a veteran myself, I don't do it myself anymore. And I know a lot of people that are veterans that don't. Don't think that... that our military is out there defending your freedoms. And if that's what you believe, then you've got major, major problems. If you think the biggest threats to our nation right now is a lot is, is Islamic terrorists, radical Muslims, if you think the lack of of fathers in the in the black community is a major problem, if you think that the Mexican immigrants coming across the border is the major problems of our country. We got problems. We got we got bigger problems. Because those are, are probably the bottom of the list, at least of my list, of the most important things to worry about in this nation right now. 
I'd kind of be more concerned with, uh, I don't know, the foreign wars that we're fighting all over the nation. You want to you, you want to end um, extreme Muslims and stop the threat? Let's stop blowing up their countries. Hmm. Let's let's fix the problem from the other side. You want to you want to uh, help poverty in our nation? Let's eliminate the Federal Reserve. Let's eliminate the, the IRS. Let's stop income tax. You want to help with the, with the, the poverty? You want to fix the job problems? Uh, uh, that's doable, but not by the government. Eliminating more and more government will help fix these problems. Worrying about Islamic terrorists coming to America or worrying about the Mexicans coming across the border, or worrying that that a bunch of blacks are going to go shoot up a police is far from your problems. The fact that we have uh, reports coming out, which this is not surprising, that Soros has been working to, to continue to militarize the police, that that was the plan, huh? maybe that ties into a lot of the problems we see. Because, all right, let me get to the let me get to the heart of. Uh, obviously, I'm talking about Kaepernick. Now, listen, I like to watch football here and there. I, I've been watching it more recently than I did in, in the past. <laughs> Sorry, I've been having an allergy thing for like a week, so I, I missed my mute button in time. Um, and, and I'll sit and watch a game. Usually, I mean, I don't really watch this any game. It's got to be my Eagles, and then I'll sit and watch a game if if it's on locally here. I'll go out of my way to make sure I get a chance to watch it if it's on live locally. But other than that, I don't go out of my way to watch a football game. If if there's nothing else on and we're just kind of sitting around, then I'll put the game on. But when somebody does something that is impressive, then you, you got to recognize it. Now listen, I did not plan on talking about this really at all tonight. Not at all. I, I, I had no intention of discussing the whole Kaepernick. Yeah, I was going to mention it and, and, and breeze over it. And the reasoning for that, that I was just going to mention it and breeze over it, was because I thought all he was talking about was Black Lives Matter. Oh, but of course, that's what the media wanted you to believe. I mean, it took me a while to find, and I still haven't even really been able to find the full press conference, but it took me a while to find some of the quotes that I wanted to, to, to get to tonight with this whole situation. We, we know what the, the mainstream media has pushed, and it's even on both sides, left and right. I'm seeing the left side uh, who are praising him, but it's all about the Black Lives Matter. We've got the right attacking him, and it's all because of the Black Lives Matter. Nobody got to the rest of what he said, and that's been pushed to the wayside, and that's why I decided that I needed to cover this, Uh, but to cover it properly, to make sure I get all the information, we're going to have to hear uh, some of the crazy, you know, and 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 the other side. (laughs) I know the craziness. I'm talking about the right. Unfortunately, uh, they are absolutely ridiculous of how they they act how they behave how they treat people 
I am I am disgraced with this nation just because of how we're acting as a nation to each other. Just because we don't necessarily agree with a few topics or maybe our skin is a different color. That, that just all bothers me. So let's start off on the right side. And when I say right, I don't mean correct. The right side, like, you know, the side of the body, right, not correct. Yeah, come on, work with me. Now, you got to hate when your timing gets all effed up because things just don't want to load properly. I know, I know, download it, I know. You guys know my answer to that. Come on, any day now. Ah. Welcome back. Oh, Colin Kaepernick, I've got some final thoughts for you, bud. See, our buddy Colin decided not to stand for the national anthem because, well, this, he will not stand to show pride in a flag or a country that oppresses black people. For him, it's bigger than football. He would be selfish to look the other way. After all, according to Kaepernick, there are bodies in the street and people getting paid leave and getting away with murder. So let me go ahead and eviscerate this mouth diarrhea for you sentence by sentence. Here we go. Colin, I support the First Amendment. I support your right to freedom of speech and expression. Go for it, bud. It's this country, the country that you have so much disdain for, that allows you the right to speak your mind. It protects your right to be a whiny, indulgent, attention-seeking crybaby. It also protects my right to shred you for it. See, the national anthem and our flag, they are not symbols of black America, white America, brown America, or purple America, for that matter. There are patriots of every race that have fought and died for this country, and we honor the flag and sing the anthem as a reminder. And Colin, if this country disgusts you so much, leave. I guarantee there are thousands and thousands of people around the world that would gladly take your spot. Because those that don't live under this flag are begging on the door to get in, not get out. Remember that. Is our country perfect? No. But what have you done to make it better? What's your contribution? Sitting there like a fool? What selfish is you, buddy? And what's your message to black kids, to people of color, that their biggest contribution to justice and self-fulfillment is to parade around with a chip on their shoulder like a victim? And Colin, how dare you sit there and blame white people for the problems of minority communities? After all, aren't you half white? Didn't two white parents adopt you after yours weren't willing to raise you? For a racist and horrible country filled with racist and horrible white people, that's really something, isn't it? Maybe you should also decline the paycheck from the white owner of your team or the white fans that buy your merchandise and fill the stands to watch you play. There's a statement I don't see you making anytime soon. And Colin, who's getting away with murder? I'd like to see some evidence to back that up because that's a pretty strong claim. And what about the oppression of black people? It's funny. Through that six-year career of yours, you choose to start sitting now? What changed to make you so resentful of your country? Please tell me how you're oppressed. Is it because the black unemployment rate is double what it is for whites, or the homicide rate, or the dropout rate, or the percentage in minority communities on food stamps? Well, we've had a black president for almost eight years now. Maybe he failed you. We also have a black woman in charge of the Justice Department. Maybe she failed you, too. Or maybe it's the liberals, your saviors, which have run your communities into the ground. Where does the buck stop? When will those in black communities take a step back and take some responsibility for the problems of black communities? Because it seems to me blaming white people for all of your problems might make you the racist. But Colin, you don't care about any of that. You want to make a political statement. But here's the deal, Colin. I've got loved ones overseas right now fighting for your right to sit on a bench and bitch and moan about your perceived oppression while making $19 million a year to throw a ball. So show a little respect. And if you want to sit down, 
Now's the time on the bench because you suck. But perhaps you should stand up for the anthem. God bless from Dallas. Good night and take care. So, yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm speaking about when I talk about, um, you know, unbridled, uh, blind patriotism. Uh, Let me explain something to you, little lady. Uh, There is none of your family fighting for your freedom overseas. They're they're causing the demise of your freedom that I hate when people say that again. I served. I'm willing to, to stand up and say, I think what I did and my service was uh, not really forthright, was not was not anything I can be proud of. And again, a lot of veterans will think that and say that. You're starting to see the, the pop-ups of pictures of people supporting. Uh, um, Kaepernick, I can't remember. Sorry, I, this is how much I pay attention, right? You know, there, there, there's there's veterans for peace and, and uh, all these different organizations. To start, you're starting to see the pictures of them standing up with him and standing for him. Yeah, I had turned it down. Sorry, uh, Gorilla Crew. I didn't realize I turned it down. Then my, my never mind. Doesn't matter. Anyway, um, I, I don't recall ever in in Kaepernick's statements him blaming the white community. I, I don't recall hearing that. Uh, maybe I missed that somewhere because, like I said, I, I did a lot of research today to try to, to get caught up on, on more of what was going on here as it was blowing up. And I, and, and I started hearing some of the other things he had, was talking about. You know, everybody's making out to be this is anti-cop. Yet again, it's all going to the anti-cop. God forbid you stand up and ask them to be held accountable. And, yes, people have been murdered in the streets. And I could be happy to show you video and you all have seen it of, of people being gunned down unarmed or or maybe armed but not advancing towards not advancing towards and, and being murdered yes there have how about standing in your driveway with the screwdriver the cops are scared you're gonna kill them with that screwdriver all right there's many of incidences many of many incidences and they walk away. They get paid vacation. How about the cop in Punta Gorda? You know, only a few miles from me. A few miles from me. A week and a half ago. Ended up accidentally shooting a woman during a demonstration. The same cop that about a year ago allowed a dog to maul the hell out of a man. To where the guy was in the hospital for two weeks. Because of the mauling that this cop allowed his dog. Oh, and then we find out that the same cop didn't even make it through the probation period of the Miramar Police Department because of overuse of force complaint against him. We can stop this. It can be stopped, and not by separation, not by divide, not by spreading lies and bullshit. So what else did he talk about? You know, we know that there's a problem with policing in this in this nation right now. We know that, that all the way around, blacks, whites, greens, purples are being assaulted, unjustly, shot and killed, maybe strangled, killed in general unjustly by the law enforcement of this nation. And that's not something that is a good thing to have happening. 
we need to we we need to address that problem. We need to address the the story of of who is funding and pushing this. Why this goes back to what we've been warning about for years: the police state. Yes, there's always been incidents of police brutality. There always will be incidents of police brutality. And in areas where the crime rate is higher, it's going to be higher. In areas, you know, and I agree with the fact that we need to reach out and help the the uh, poor communities, the communities that that are seeing these issues. But look where these communities are. Detroit. Why is there no jobs in Detroit? Oh, well, it's cheaper to make cars in other countries and ship them out. That's why. One of many reasons. Is Trump going to fix things? I doubt it. I have no expectation of him fixing things. But we can't go with a divide. I mean, it's, we just can't. And everything, it, like I said, it took me forever to try to find somebody talking about not the police issue. So they're trying to, to push that divide. They're trying to ensure that that divide continues. So I've got a couple clips here of Kaepernick speaking, uh, some of what he has said. I don't think I found, um, I didn't get a chance to go through the whole 18-minute press conference and pull it myself. Uh, I, I don't know if I found any audio of of him speaking beyond just the police thing. But let's start with the first one here that I'm looking at, the the, the first piece of audio that you know we can dive into and and get an idea of what was said people that are being oppressed uh to me this is something that has to change and when there's significant change and i feel like that flag represents what it's supposed to represent and this country is representing people the way that it's supposed to i'll stand i mean ultimately it's to bring awareness and make people you know realize what's really going on in this country there are a lot of things that are going on that are unjust people aren't being held accountable for and that's something that needs to change that's something that, you know, this country stands for freedom, liberty, justice for all. And it's not happening for all right now. There's a lot of things that need to change. Uh, one, one specifically is police brutality. There's people being murdered unjustly and not being held accountable. Cops are getting paid leave for killing people. That's not right. That's not right by anyone's standards. It wasn't something that I really planned as far as it blowing up. It was something that I personally decided I, I just can't stand for what this represents right now. It's not right. And the fact that it has blown up like this, I think is a good thing. You know, it brings awareness. Everybody knows what's going on, uh, and this sheds more light on it. Now, I think people are really talking about it, having conversations about how to make change, what's really going on in this country, and we can move forward. I mean, I've had times where one of my roommates was moving out of a house in college and because we were the only black people in that neighborhood the cops got called and all of us had guns drawn on us uh i mean came in the house without knocking guns drawn on one of my teammates and roommates so i have experienced this people close to me have experienced this this isn't something that's a one-off case here a one-off case there this has become habitual. It's become a habit. 
So it's something that needs to be addressed. At this point, I've been blessed to be able to get this far and, you know, have the privilege of being in the NFL and, you know, making the kind of money I make and enjoy luxuries like that. But I can't look in the mirror and see other people dying on the street that should have the same opportunities that I've had and say, you know what, I can live with myself because I can't if I just watch. Do you think you might get cut over this? I don't know. But if I do, I know I do what's right. And I can live with that at the end of the day. each other mothers and brothers then we blame it on the man say you gotta do it all for the struggles i'm asking the g for a better day to fill the world with peace no pain for days shout out to all the lights still shining cause the weight of the world can pull the wool over your eyes let's ride What's your name again? John Rez? Four Toad and Lexi. Right, Mentor Four Toad? Sure. Oh.
Poor Dave. Dave. Hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz for Toad and Lexi. You know, I don't, that's not like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on. I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh, Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah. Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Four Toad. I know you didn't take it. I don't understand. 
understand why people accuse you of hate I know you only follow us to make sure that we safe I saw nine of y'all against one Beating the brainless That 65 year old woman must have really been dangerous Cleaning up the streets is your top priority You qualify for this Why would we question your authority? You only working hard following training Why the hell are the Mexicans and blacks complaining? You gotta be the closest thing I've seen to perfect And everybody that you locked up They had to deserve it, yeah Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. The war was cool. When the war started, it was great, man. Brought out a lot of patriotism. Patriotism, beautiful, beautiful. But slowly but surely, the patriotism turned into hatredism, right? People started freaking out. The war was weird, man, because you watch TV, man. You see these weird white guys. Nobody here. You guys, okay. But, uh... <laughs> See these weird white guys getting overly patriotic and they have their fucking flag hats on and their flag drawers and their flag pickups and I'm American, man. I'm American. Fuck all these fucking foreigners. I'm American. I'm American. Hey, calm the fuck down. I'm a man. There was a lot of accepted racism when the war started. Is accepted. I'm American, man. I'm American, man. Fuck all these foreigners. That was cool. It was, I'm American. I'm American, man. Fuck the French. That was cool. I'm American. I'm American. Fuck all these Arabs. And that was cool. Then they went to, I'm American. I'm American. Fuck all these illegal aliens. Then I started listening. Because I know niggas and Jews is next. Like any day now, that train's never late. <laughs> but the whole country's got a fucked up mentality, man. We all got a gang mentality. Republicans are fucking idiots, and Democrats are fucking idiots, and conservatives are idiots, and liberals are idiots, and any, anyone that makes up their mind before they hear the issue is a fucking fool, okay? Everybody, no, 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 no. Everybody's so busy wanting to be down with a gang. I'm a conservative, I'm liberal, I'm conservative. It's bullshit. Be a fucking person. Listen. Let it swirl around your head. Then form your opinion. No normal, decent person is one thing, okay? I got some shit I'm conservative about. I got some shit I'm liberal about. Crime, I'm conservative. Prostitution, I'm liberal. <laughs> Thank you.
And they keep trying to scare us. You know, everybody's trying to scare us. Tell us to be on the lookout for Al-Qaeda. Like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I ain't scared of Al-Qaeda. I'm from Brooklyn. I don't give a fuck about Al-Qaeda, okay? <laughs> Shit. Motherfucker Al-Qaeda. Shit. Did Al-Qaeda blow up the building in Oklahoma? No. Did Al-Qaeda put anthrax in your mail? No. Did Al-Qaeda drag James Bird down the street till his eyeballs popped out of his fucking head? No. I ain't scared of Al-Qaeda. I'm scared of Al-Cracker. Hey, this is Jack Blood, your radio gun from DeadlineLive.info and the Jack Blood Show. You're listening to The First 52 with Sean, Raz Radio Live. Stay bold. There's something happening here. What it is ain't exactly... All right, guys, welcome back to The First 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos. And we are there now. Don, I got your message. I got to beware. Ah. And it is still Tuesday, August 30th, 2016. And we are still living in a really messed up world right now. There's battle lines being drawn. But has it really changed ever? It's been a while that this has been that messed up. And that's a sad thing that it's still that messed up all these years later. You think we figure it out and correct it and try harder? You know, I rally all the time about how we're all human beings. We all need to work together. We all need to, to try to make a difference together. We don't do a very good job at it, though. We try. We try. We've been trying for years, but we allow these elite scumbags, these rich assholes, to continue to, to push us in a direction that that none of us are really happy with. Why do we allow them to continue to, to use our young men and women to, to, to collect tributes for them. I mean, that's all they're doing is collecting tributes, you know, to, to their to their success. It's scary. It's scary that we allow this to still continue. That we're still fighting wars based on nothing. Nothing. Based on lies. Deceit. Damn. It's like trying to raise children. You know, before the show, we were having issues with our son. He was being a pain in the ass. He was was misbehaving. He wasn't listening. He was doing stupid things. And it's kind of like our country. Our country's still just a big child, or our country's full of a bunch of big children. None of them get it. None of them want to get it. And it's, it's, they just want to be entertained. Entertain me, please. It's like these police shooting videos. Some people, they're like gladiatorial events, too. They get all excited when they get to watch a cop beat the crap out of somebody because they weren't listening. 
Well, then they learned that the guy was deaf. Then he couldn't listen because he couldn't hear. I'm so frustrated with it all. And it seems like every show I, I have to say that I'm so frustrated with it all. I mean, it really does feel like I'm constantly saying that anymore. Excuse me. It's a constant uh, drum beating. I mean, I know you guys probably are tired of hearing me say it. I'm sure you guys say it just as much. If you did want to call uh, 941-421-0401, I'll get you through to me. Uh, call and uh, give me your opinion on what we what I've talked about so far. Maybe in the second segment, I had to take a break there. I I had gone for you know I did an early quick intro and I rambled for thirty minutes straight. A couple you know audio clips here and there. I had to take a break. I'm going to take another one soon. So you got something to say? Throw it up nine four one four two one zero four zero one. Uh, and that that audio clip I played going into the break uh, did give Kaepernick's statements of you know the Clinton the the uh, the, the uh, Clinton and and Trump you know we've got oh actually I don't think it gave the exact hold on I got it here I know I have it I'm looking for it right now as we speak uh, you know I'm, I'm seeing stories that more people in the NFL are going to start standing up with him or, or sitting down with him oh here it is all right. So I don't think this. Yeah, it was covered. I'm pretty sure it was. It was. Uh, the question was, does this have anything to do with the uh, anything to do with the timing in the elections? It says it wasn't a timing thing. It wasn't something that was planned. But I think the two presidential candidates that we currently have also re- represent the issue that we have in this that we have in this country right now. Do you want to expand on that? Was the question asked to him? You have Hillary, who is called black teens or black kids super predators. You have Donald Trump, who's openly racist. We have a presidential candidate who has deleted emails and done things illegal and is, is and is a presidential candidate. That does not make sense to me because it, if that was any other person, you'd be in prison. So what is this country really standing for? That's what I wanted to, to make sure we got to because that doesn't get talked about much. And that was, I believe, in the, in the audio clips I played. I see I got a caller. Uh, the first one we got tonight, uh, nine four one area code. Who we got there? You know who it is, Sean. I do. It's Bobby. Hey, Bob, how you doing, buddy? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. And now let me explain real fast before we go. Uh, Bobby here is is uh, I've met Bob personally. He lives in my area. Um, he is a patriot. He is somebody that uh, I believe, and and I want want you to know, understand this, Bob. And I didn't get to put this in the the exchange on Facebook. But whether we disagree or agree on this subject or any other subjects, uh, with, when it comes down to it, I want you on my side, my friend. I want you to understand that. Uh, absolutely, Sean. Hey, man. I, I, like I said, I respect everybody's opinion. And I, I, re- I respect the fact that he had the uh, freedom to go ahead and sit down and do whatever crap he did, which was in very, very bad taste. Um. But the problem is, is nobody's standing up for anything anymore, man. They're standing up for the wrong thing and not standing up for our values of as Americans, brother. That's the, it's so huge. You know, I mean, I, I conspiracy get... stuff is yeah. You know, there's a lot of conspiracy stuff. Like I do that close to that thing about our national anthem. Come on, this is the problem with us right now. We're going down the wrong path, and we really got to straighten out. And on another subject, what I want to ask you, 
what has Donald Trump ever done or said that was racist? I, well, listen, I, you got to understand that. And I, I was actually going to comment before you came in when he said openly racist. Uh, I don't believe he's openly racist, but I, and you know I disagree with you on this, I have a problem with calling out every Muslim. I have a problem calling out every Mexican. Uh, I have a problem calling every immigrant out. Uh, that That's kind of, uh, in my opinion, uh, that is kind of racist. I don't think it was openly racism. I don't think he openly went, you know, oh, you know, screw all these uh, spicks coming across the border. But and that's that's one of the subjects that you and I disagree on uh, on a personal note is is immigration and how we do that. You know, as I, uh, obviously you were listening, as you heard me say earlier, um, I, uh, I don't feel that 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 uh, Islamic terrorists are, are our biggest problem in this country. I think our banking issues, I think our food issues, I think the fact that we want to go around and blow everybody up and think that that makes them happy because we're there blowing them up. Uh, is more of a problem than than a couple of the other issues that are absolutely. So you agree with me that it's time for a change. Hillary Clinton's not going to give us a change. The liberal uh, Johnson. I mean, he's more of a liberal than he is a libertarian. Yeah, we, I don't know if you agree on that. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen, but I've actually jumped off of his ship. I, I will. Yeah. I, once I found he was supporting the TPP as a libertarian, I understand why he is, but you can't support that. So I, I what's don't. our best choice right now? You know what? My best choice might be just not to vote because I have to vote for well, my now, conscience. Now, see, now, now you're not using your voice as an American. Uh, our best choice right now, <laughs> you don't want to say it, but Donald Trump is our best choice. He was not my first pick, brother. He was not. Now, you were a Ron, but, uh, you were, you were a Ron Paul back, uh, guy back in the day, right? I was Ron Paul, Rand Paul. I was uh, Huckabee. I loved Huckabee. He was awesome. I liked Gingrich. Um, I, I'm a... I'm a stout Republican. I'm all for legalization of marijuana. I'm not for abortion, but I'm not a woman, so I don't have that choice. Right. Um, and I believe in gay rights. I guess that kind of makes me a libertarian, but I'm still, uh, I'm still a constitutionalist. I reckon. I, I think that's what I'm going to go with. And here's my big problem, and, and this is this is part of the problem that we have in this nation right now. And this is this is why, um, you know, with Trump. I grew up in in Jersey, right outside of Lag City. I thought I saw a lot of bad things he did there. So maybe I'm I'm uh, I'm kind of partial to to my beliefs with him that go well before this whole election cycle came up. Um, and, and I agree with you. Clinton is not somebody we want. I want to go back though for a second because you, you you spoke about values and. As as a, a citizen of this nation, as a man that lives here, um, you you portray good values. You know that's what you do. That's what I do. You know, I try to portray good values. I try to always be be good. I try to help people. I try to be there. I try not to go down on people and, and make people feel bad. That's, that's what I try to do in my personal life. Now, of course, my radio thing's a little different. Uh, but, but when we talk about values and we talk about standing up for the national anthem or putting your hand on your chest or, or singing it, um, the values of this nation, uh, of this country as a whole, not as an individual, not as as Bob, but as as a nation as a whole. Our values are completely uh, destroyed and lost at this point in time. I don't think our nation. I don't think it, our nation absolutely. portrays good values to anybody. Absolutely, they they totally are, and ninety percent of it is going to be coming from the left wing, and we 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 all know that we see it. There's no values left, man. And, you know, Black Lives Matter, and I, all lives matter, 
fuck that. I'm not. Oh, sorry. Can, I can swear. Yeah, right? you can. Yeah, that's fine. You're good. Yeah. Um, all lives matter, man. And uh, like I said before, America is not racist, but there is racism in America. And all these cops, like three of them, look at the black on black crime. Let's go ahead and address the, the, the black folks dying by the other black hand. Let's well, address abortion. As two abortion white men, the black community, it killed 60 percent. more people than guns or anything. Right. I agree with you. And listen, listen, as two white, you know, semi, I don't want to say privilege because that's I'm not, I don't want to admit white privilege and I don't want to say I don't white, have privilege. No white privilege. You know what my white privilege is? Is I get up at four o'clock in the morning and work my ass off. Well, I, here's my point on that. When I, I didn't mean privilege, but we live in a very uh, a, a very white community. There's not very many blacks in, in our Detroit, town. Though, brother. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know. Around, I, 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 I grew up around black folks, which I have dated a couple black women, and I have very good friends that are black folks. And I have been around Muslims, and uh, you know, living in uh, Bluefield Hills over in Michigan and Dearborn and whatnot. I've been around them people. That's where my mother-in-law grew up in that area. (laughs) What's that? That's where my mother-in-law grew up, up in that area. Dearborn, I was was born in Detroit. Yeah, see, and and you've lived in that area. I lived right outside of Camden, New Jersey. I know I said Atlantic City. I was right between Atlantic City and Camden. Trust me, I I understand the... the, uh, Wait, I don't understand the plight of the black person or the black man, but I understand that 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 when you get into these cities and the, these concentrations of things, and Bob, keep in mind, I know this might be more conspiracy to you, but, uh, you know, as we relieved slavery and we, we allowed these people to go out into the system, we kind of directed them into areas that were you know, meant to, to, to degrade them and, and bring them down. And, and it, I don't necessarily believe, and, and you go to the drug war. The drug war is part of what's made these communities such an evil, I, bad place. Sean, I'm going to, I'm going to have to disagree with you because I had never seen degrading as I, as I grew up with many of black folks, uh, I've never seen the degrading. We really didn't see the racism there. Like, like you see now, we didn't see that growing up. And this is a guy coming from Detroit, Roseville, Mount Clemens, uh, hanging around their areas. We really didn't see that color thing. It wasn't a color thing. No, it's a new it was, thing. Were you an asshole or weren't you an asshole? Right. And, and I agree. The color divide is very new. I mean, that is, uh, you know, mid-90s, late-90s is when that, that, that color divide started up again. Um, I, that, uh, it really got strong once Barack Obama came in, which is, is kind of kind of messed up our first black president has divided us more than any he's the one that in, in any generation he's the one that led me down the conspiracy road because uh at that t- everybody has a little racism in them and when he became president at the time i was a strong republican i was george bush rah 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 flag waver and and when he became president i was angry that there was a black man president that i didn't want there and I've admitted this multiple times on air, and 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 my evolution came uh, from him becoming there and me realizing that there's more to our world. And I know you don't believe all the conspiracy. I believe that there are a few that you you know you know what yeah there's something here. Um, yeah, the GMOs and all that shit. Well, that's not conspiracy. That's that's real shit. That's fact, right? But can exactly. I admit something to you right now? And this is this is gonna like totally revoke my Republican card. Okay. <laughs> uh, I voted for. Barack Obama, the first time. 
Oh my God, I'm going to have to shoot myself in the face. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, sorry, but I'm going to have to come I, take I, your guns away now. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, now check this out. I voted for Barack Obama the first time, and the only gun I ever owned was in my uh, in my house was a Glock Model 37, uh, 45. Right. After Barack Obama, now you have a full arsenal. Once he got reelected, the next day, I went out and pretty much spent about $30,000 in guns in the last two years, three years. Because I know, I see it. I know what these Democrats want to do. It's, I, let's say it was a point of being awake. Let me put it this way, Bob. I really hope... And I, I, I'm not a praying man because I don't, I, I'm not a godly man. And again, I, I understand things have happened to you that have. And I appreciate your opinion on that. Yeah. And, you and know, if you ever went through what I went through, you would understand that he's really there. Right. No, I, I get it. Everybody. I understand. I, I understand 100%. I'm not a godly man. Uh, but I hope and pray that, that everybody that's, that's, you know, supporting Trump and saying ever all this great stuff about him, I hope they're right. I really do. Now, I know tonight you listen because you're not, you're not a regular listener of my show, but we got into one on Facebook, so you came on to, to listen tonight. I understand that. But I've said in the past, if Trump is truly, truly what he, he claims to be, and he wins the presidency, I would give it six months to a year before we see a JFK event, if he is truly what he says to be. Now, if that happens, I will, I, I, you know, I'll be grabbing arms and I'll be right there with you. I want you to understand that. Yeah. But that's that if if that doesn't happen and we see the same crap after about a year, two years and nothing changes and it's not because of Congress or, he, you know, it becomes just like you said, you voted for Obama in, in, in the first time. Stop you know? saying that. Damn it. I, I, that was confidential. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but but hear me out. If if if. if we get to, you know, two or three years in and it's looking just like two or three years into Obama. I hope we can sit down and, and reevaluate our situation. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you you know what I mean? So I, yeah. I, I do appreciate you tuning in. And, and Bob, I, I love having the back and forth with you on Facebook. Um, you know, you're a good guy. I've met you personally. You came to the first Raz Fest. You know, um, you're in my community. I'm in my community all the time. Uh, you know, I'm friends. You know, a lot of people call me a cop hater, but I'm friends with most of our, 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 you know, in, in our town, Charlotte County Sheriff. So once you get outside cool. our town, there's some questionable stuff going on. But the guys that patrol us here in Charlotte, in, in, in our town, are, are really good guys, and I know a lot of them. I sit yeah, and eat lunch. Yeah, they're they're one hundred. I, I sit and eat lunch yeah. with a bunch of them, you know. So it, I want you to understand that when I when I call for police accountability, you know, I'm not calling for the end of police. But something something we got to all understand is look what they put up with. Look what they put up with every day. Look at their job. You know what I mean? Yeah, look I what know. they got to do. And, and, and look at the very, I mean, you got a couple young bucks out there that want to make a name for themselves and, or a couple pricks. But when you get, you know, I've never had a bad uh, problem. I've never, ever had anything bad with a cop, ever. And I've done some bad shit. <laughs> no, and, and me too, and, dude. I'm I'm on the same page with that. I've never... I, you know, I've been pulled over drunk as shit, and the cops have followed, and this is back in the day, obviously, but they followed me home. You know, they made yep. sure I got home, and, and I, I was a volunteer EMT in my town. All the cops knew me, so they weren't going to write me a ticket. 
they were going to make sure I got home okay. And, you know, that that was okay back in the day. But then we see the, the militarization. And you made, a, you made a great point, and you don't even know you made it. It's these young bucks. It's these young kids that, that have spent five years, four years, six years in the Army training, deployed to Afghanistan, learning how to go house to house and take things over that are the problem. It's not the, it's not the old timers. It's not the, the, the cop that's been a cop for 20 years most of the time. We do see it every once in a while in certain areas. But you, you go to a 20, 25-year cop, uh, Erickson Harrell. Uh, one of the guys I've had on my show multiple times. He is a 22-year veteran of the North Miami Police Department. And you know what? He speaks exactly how I speak. He talks exactly how I talk about police, about conspiracies, and all of that. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. that can, you know, I, I support them. I love them, you know? <laughs> Let's get that understood. Yeah, yeah I hear you. I've, I've never accused you of being a cop hater. No, you I, haven't. I just, Other hey, people man. have. Wait, when, when you look at the ninety percent of stuff bad happens is in the inner cities. Uh, I mean, one hundred percent of the time, it's young gentlemen being raised without a strong family, and that is the problem. They don't have a strong family. Every nobody's got a daddy. I look around; nobody's got a daddy anymore. And that's in all communities. That's not just white. That's not just yeah. black. That's no, all no, it's communities. White, Hispanic. Well, I'm not so much Hispanic. And, and yeah, Hispanics really but, actually stick but, together and really do it good. Yeah, yeah, but it's pretty much black, white, and you know you got you, and it, it's just the mentality of not having daddy around. Cause whether daddy was a one night stand and or whether daddy's in prison. Yeah, and what's he in prison you for? Never know. Pro- and that's what, the what, problem is not what, having the strong male figure around to teach them. Hey. That's wrong, asshole. And see, and then we got to ask our question, Bob, as as the white guy on the outside. We got to ask ourselves the question of why is Daddy in prison? Why is he in prison again? Oh, he got arrested for yeah. weed. He got arrested for yeah. selling well, loose. That's a problem. Yes, I agree with you on that. That that is a major problem with this weed thing. We we that has to stop immediately. And the government plant, needs. And, uh, there's no lethal dose. Let's go ahead and. And the government need, and the government needs to stop dealing the major drugs. I mean, we know, and this is not a conspiracy. We know the CIA flew drugs into into Northport, in, into the airport right up the road from me, right on on uh, Gasparilla. The CIA and you ask the old timers that have lived here for sixty years, they'll tell you how they flew the drugs into there and Northport oh, before I mean, all that. I, I heard it all. Old boy that you saw uh, sunsets over there on the beach. Yep, all that shit. Yeah. Planes crash, and my one of my cousins was one of the biggest dope dealers up in Detroit. Man, he's in prison for life. Uh, I had and, family. Uh, I had family that got busted in the. Uh, uh, I don't want to get too too into it because I don't know who might download this down the road. But I, I had family that uh, one lived in New York and one lived in Miami, and they lived in those two places in the mid to late eighties. And I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they went away. They they did their time for it. And it it is a problem out there. Listen, Bob, I appreciate your time. I, I'm glad you called in, man. Uh, I'm glad we got to speak. You know, because you can argue on Facebook all day long, but it yeah, doesn't... I can't type that fast, brother. And I <laughs> I got a ninth grade education, so every time I'm always doing spell correct. I'm like. I can't get my point across. <laughs> uh, I do the same thing, trust me. So, and I have a twelfth grade education, and I still have a problem. So, you didn't miss anything. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, right, brother, I'll, uh, I'll see you out on the show. Eh? All right, brother, have a good one. Talk to you soon. All right, bye. See, that goes to show you guys how people can sit and have a conversation, 
a good conversation, you know, and and work through issues. And and we don't we didn't walk away agreeing on everything, and we still have our differences. But it's it's feasible, it's possible to discuss and and come to an agreement on certain things. And that's all we have to do in this nation. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. We have to we have to sit down. We have to discuss. We have to be, what do I say all the time? We have to be human beings. We can't be those of us that think we know and then the rest that, that want to rule. We have to have discussions. It has to be an open dialogue amongst all involved. Protect our necks from the stress of a world in a mess From the war in Iraq to the crack in the streets To the AIDS epidemic and corrupted police To the homeless, the hopeless, the sick and the poor The rich keep getting richer while the poor despite the wars Now somebody must see this Somebody must feel the way I do Just like a race car driver from going off the tracks Or cool breeze blowing at your back I'm a two-way ticket on a one-way route I'm the rain and thunder the night Gun, I'm a hole in one, I'm a 
called into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this and felt like this that never happens when you dial 941-421-0401 at razradiolive.com we answer right away and pow you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts no screeners no delays try it now 941 941- Four two one zero four zero one, and avoid nine four one four two one zero four zero one. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. Nine four one four two one zero four zero one. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com. Yeah. The sonic symbols everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. I'm ready. It's a dangerous love I'm affair. Explicit. Can't be scared when it goes it. down. Stand for Flip freedom here and now. Undo the spell. only thing that's on my huh. mind is who's gonna free this town Bring tonight. It. Yeah. Don't forget when they come, they come for the neck. Yeah. Does there need 
being Joe Blow To sucking you old daughter dick like a homo CIA recruitment, that's for sure We know you like a fish dick sucker, we got photos Gay escorts, bohemian past Little bitch at the Grove that everybody asks for If you ask Taylor Swift, she'll say he's an asshole Behind closed doors, he's Jay-Z's favorite back door Turned out, sold out the love for his people Just like Barack Obama say evil Now they'll probably call me racist like we're living in the 50s Even though my countless vote went to Cynthia McKinney McKinney, yeah. But they can't understand how Bilderberg's hand is behind this racial plan White power, black power, better read the art of war No power, one power, what the fuck we fighting for? Freedom, we're standing up to the drama that they do bring Just check the left hand, see the G-ring And mock rituals, what are they unleashing? Masonic rituals, live on TV It's all been exposed, like Versace clothes Just like MK Ultra, it's on my control You tripping when you ain't sipping Have a refill, you feeling like you in prison, huh? get children to read. Children who want to read are going to read. Kids who want to learn to read are going to learn to read. Much more important to teach children to question what they read. Children should be taught to question everything. To question everything they read, everything they hear. Children should be taught to question authority. Parents never teach their children to question authority because parents are authority figures themselves and they don't want to undermine their own bullshit inside the household. So they stroke the kid, and the kid strokes them, and they all stroke each other, and they all grow up all fucked up, and they come to shows like this. <laughs> Kids have to be warned that there's bullshit coming down the road. That's the biggest thing you can do for a kid. Tell them what life in this country is about. It's about a whole lot of bullshit that needs to be detected and avoided. That's the best thing you can do. No one told me. No one told me a thing like that. I was never warned about any of this. I had to find all of it out for myself. And there are still, as with you probably, a lot of things that you're expected to believe and accept in America that uh, I personally have a problem with. And I question a lot of these things. Give you an example. I saw a slogan on a guy's car that said, proud to be an American. And I thought, well, what the fuck does that mean? proud to be an American. You see, I've never understood national pride. I've never understood ethnic pride because uh, I'm Irish and I'm all four of my grandparents were born in Ireland, so I'm fully Irish. And when I was a kid, I would go to the St. Patrick's Day Parade and I noticed that they sold a button that said proud to be Irish. And I could never understand that because I knew that on Columbus Day, they sold a different button that said proud to be Italian. Then came black pride and Puerto Rican pride. And I could never understand ethnic or national pride because to me, Pride should be reserved for something you achieve or attain on your own, not something that happens by accident of birth. Being Irish... <laughs> Being Irish isn't a skill. It's a fucking genetic accident. You wouldn't say I'm proud to be 5'11". I'm proud to have a predisposition for colon cancer. 
So why the fuck would you be proud to be Irish or proud to be Italian or American or anything? If, hey, if you're happy with it, that's fine. Do that. Put that on your car. Happy to be an American. Be happy. Don't be proud. Too much pride as it is. Pride goeth before a fall. Never forget Proverbs, okay? Now, here's another slogan. Here's another slogan you run into all the time. God bless America. Once again, respectfully, I say to myself, what the fuck does that mean? God bless America? Is that a request? Is that a demand? Is that a suggestion? Politicians say it at the end of every speech, as if it were some sort of verbal tick that they can't get rid of. God bless you and God bless America. God bless you and God bless America. I guess they figure if they leave it out, someone's going to think they're bad Americans. Let me tell you a little secret about God, folks. God does not give a flying fuck about America, okay? He doesn't care. He never cared about this country. He never has, he never will. He doesn't care about this country any more than he cares about Mongolia, Transylvania, Pittsburgh, the Suez Canal, or the North Pole. He simply doesn't care, okay? He doesn't care. Listen, hey, there are 200 countries in the world now. Do these people honestly think that God is sitting around picking out his favorites? Why would he do that? Why would God have a favorite country? And why would it be America out of all the countries? Because we have the most money? Because he likes our national anthem? Maybe it's because he heard we have 18 delicious flavors of classic rice-a-roni. It's delusional thinking. It's delusional thinking. And Americans are not alone with these sort of delusions. Military cemeteries around the world are packed with brainwashed, dead soldiers who were convinced God was on their side. America prays for God to destroy our enemies. Our enemies pray for God to destroy us. Somebody's going to be disappointed. Somebody's wasting their fucking time. Could it be everyone? Yeah. Hey guys, it's Popeye from federaljack.com. You're listening to the first 52 where you can hear the inmates run the insane asylum. Imagine there's no heaven. See if you try. Uh, some George Carlin wisdom. Where can you go wrong with that? You can't. I don't think you can go wrong with George Carlin, Bill Hicks. Robin Williams, and even some of the new guys. Bill Barr, he's good. Check out Bill Barr. There's a lot of great comedians out there. Um, we need to, we really need to start paying attention to them. We need to support anybody. This goes to Kaepernick again. Not that I want to get off Kaepernick, but this goes to him again. It just comes down to the fact that we need to support anybody who is, who is thinking about how we think, who's doing what we believe. It's time to just stand behind those people. Would we be in a different place right now if the 60s and 70s people would have stood behind and understood more? Is this our time of enlightenment? Are we Are we finally at the precipice, precipice, precipice of where we, we understand? I don't know. I'd like to believe we are, but I doubt it. I doubt we're anywhere near it. I think we're just a bunch of freaking monkeys with no hair. We've lost it. Did I play? I played Dave Chappelle earlier. 
I saw this story, and I wish there, I wish there was article, and I'm gonna have to read the whole story so or, or uh, audio. I'll have to read the whole story so you understand why there is no audio to this. But the headline of the story is Dave Chappelle's rare NYC gig: "Black Lives Matter" is the worst slogan I've ever heard. Okay, obviously that grabbed my attention. Maybe you want to read a little deeper. As I've said in the past, I'm not a Black Lives Matter supporter. I'm not an All Lives Matter supporter. I'm not a Blue Lives Matter supporter. I am a human being, and I think all human beings should be allowed to live. That's what I think. That's what we all should think. If we were all blind, the world would be a different place. Dave Chappelle is hilarious, of course, but he is also contemplative contemplative yep that was right i said it right the first time he's up he's up there for me with jerry seinfeld unique in his ability to poke fun at himself at ourselves get a little ever so raunchy and still be profound so luckily i caught one of his rare gigs last night at the cutting room on east 32nd street he was warming up for three nights this week at the much larger Gramercy Theater. But he'll also be back at the cutting edge or cutting room Wednesday trying out new material before he's headed for London to show for some shows abroad. His management asked the cutting room to keep the room small so the front venue closed the doors that separated the front room from the bar area. And Chappelle did a little over an hour that someone should have filmed for prosperity. But guess what? Chappelle doesn't allow cell phones or cameras in the house. Guests must must put their phone in a little uh, sealed bag that is locked for the duration of the show. That's why you don't see YouTube videos or YouTube flooded with unlicensed videos. At one point during the gig, the comic himself wanted to look something up on his phone, then told the audience, I can't, I don't have my phone either. He began the hour by saying, Quite juvenilely, this will be the racist show. This will be a racist show. I'm telling you now. His jokes about blacks and whites were even evenly divided. But the subject of the day were right up there. Black Lives Matter, Matter is a terrible slogan, he said. He much preferred Dwayne Wade's hashtag enough is enough. As for the killing of Wade's cousin and Donald Trump's immediate vulgarization of it, Chappelle said, oh, yeah, now I'm voting for Donald Trump. That drew peals of laughter from the mixed race crowd. But I couldn't help wonder what the black, what black comics and their audiences are saying around the country in similar clubs. Trump's message, what do you have to lose, is now a setup for, a ver- for various punchlines. Chappelle talked about wanting to vote for Hillary Clinton, but it also turns out that he and his wife are friendly with outspoken conservative black actress Stacey Dash. That gives the argument argument balance. Although he conceded that he and Stacey are not soulmates, he also touched on the very recent stabbing at Cornell. It is too soon. Who stabs anyone? Or who stabs anymore, he added. Very OJ. The point here is, I agree with him. I think Black Lives Matter is the worst slogan ever and enough and enough enough is enough is a great slogan because enough is enough of all 
attacks, all killings, all negative events that happen. It's just time for it to all stop. It's time for people to do the right thing. Why can't we all just get along? Why has it got to be so difficult? Let's see, 31. All right, let me do this here. I want to talk about, real fast, I want to promote something. We, you know, we don't really promote things very often here. Uh, I'm seeing that our buddies, Political Animals, which I played one of their songs in the intro of tonight's show, they've got a new album coming out. They've got a, a, a an album release party. I'm looking here. We're, we're Eggs B CD release party, Saturday, October 1st. Oh, Connecticut. There we go. Okay. Pacific Standard Time, Pacific Standard Tavern, 2012 Crown Street, New Haven, Connecticut. If you're in Connecticut and you're a fan of uh, the political animals, they got a CD release party coming up. I wish I was up there. I'd go see it. I would love to see them live. Got to interview them once with uh, Scott Ledger back in the Radio I.O. days. <clears throat> and at the time, I didn't even know that they were the uh, ride your bike with no handlebars people. And I learned that during the interview. So I was kind of surprised by that. But this is one of the newer songs they have. So I want to just, real fast, a little, I'm not going to play the whole song. I just want to play a little smidget. On the tradition, they want you to not listen. Black vision combined with invisible line prison. Break you watching you to shine, you the prism. Try I opposition, non-fictional style that I'm giving with the you nine to five or on the grind. Get up, all try to survive this life that we live in. Let us Mike, I'm gripping, nods in the kitchen, precise with incision. Slice of intuition, take a bite, forbidden, make the right decision. We gotta meet it right, just like a dietitian. I've always enjoyed the political animals. Like I said, I played some of their stuff earlier. Make sure you check them out. If you've never heard of them, you've never heard their stuff, you got to check it out. They're great music. We're going to start. I'd like to get back into promoting some music a little more. I think we need to find the good protest music. I, you know, I play a lot of, of stuff that most people don't hear. Uh, but, you know, it's getting old. Not, not that I don't appreciate most of it, but it's getting old. Yeah, we're, we're in a new generation. We need more. We need new stuff. And it's hard for me to, to really be able to figure it out because there's just too much to investigate. There's too much to read and research and, and worry about. I wanted to get into chemtrails tonight. We might actually still pull that one off. I'm in for a couple of weeks looking for words. Worth enough to speak. Any and this is a crazy video. You guys got to check out. Go to uh, uh, Facebook Political Animals. Check them out. I mean, the, the video is crazy. Kind of weird. Kind of psychedelic. Kind of enjoyable. And they think a lot like us, so that's why you should always check out people that think like us. If you're listening to me and you agree with anything I'm saying, then, hey, go check them out. Do some research. What happened in those days where we told people to do some research? You notice that we don't do that anymore? We just kind of blabber, 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 and nobody says do research anymore. You know, what happened to talking about 9-11? Why, why are we forgetting about that? Why, why do I get a, a, an email 
you know, I'm part of many different groups and things like that. I get this mass email of promoting a, a, a event coming up on September 9th, I believe it was. And it's all about 9-11 and, you know, they're live streaming it. And all of a sudden, this, this email turns into a debate. It turns into an argument. It turns into people, the, the infighting in this email. Maybe some of you have got, I think it was a We Are Change email. And it's about an event going on in California on September 9th, 8th, somewhere around there. They're live streaming it. They want a $15 donation or, or you know, or any donation. And, and they'll send you a password to go watch the whole event. Uh I don't know. It's almost like all it is is about trying to make money. That's what it feels like sometimes anymore with this whole movement that we're in. This whole thing that we follow. Or are we leading? Are we following or are we leading? Are we getting anywhere? Have we actually made ground? It would be nice to, you know, make some headway. Get some evidence on 9-11. Maybe even, you know, find out the truth about JFK. Is there aliens in the world? <sighs> There's just so many different things. I posted a, obviously it was a, um, it was a, not a real video. I, I posted this video and it was uh, an alien interview. And it was weird because when I was going through my prep for tonight, I didn't see that. And, you know, as you guys know, I just kind of post stuff that I want to talk about. Oh, excuse me. I've had a very, you know, to, uh, tomorrow's my last day with the current company that I work for, and everything changes, and we see where it goes from there. So it's been a lot of a lot of things going on, a lot of different, uh, a lot of different emotions being felt by many different people. It's just the way life goes. Uh, speaking of, you know, Bobby called. Bob called. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. But the phone lines are still open, you know, 941-421-0401. You got an point, opinion, a thought, an idea. I mean, I'm, I'm here to listen and, and hear it. Or, you know, I could just, you know, chat, chat, chat. Do my thing. We got, uh, all right, let me see here. Let, let me see here. What do we want to talk about? This is all Colin Kaepernick stuff. I'm done with that. I don't want to talk about that anymore. Oh, yeah, I left this up because I thought it was kind of interesting. And it's actually a public service announcement. More reports of clowns in woods in South Carolina. This is the Associated Press. It's not a joke. This is serious. August 30th, this morning. Deputies in South Carolina have increased patrols after getting new reports of people dressed as clowns trying to lure, lure, lure children into the woods. News outlets report that Greensville County Sheriff's deputies were called to an apartment complex about 8.20 p.m. Monday. That is about 20 minutes from a complex where people reported seeing clowns last week. Deputies responded to the report last week or deputies responding to the report last week said they found no evidence of anyone in the woods behind Fleetwood Manor Apartments. A family who called Monday night from Emerald Commons Apartments said a child saw a man wearing a clown mask in woods near the, uh, the complex. Deputies said there was a third report of someone dressed in a clown, dressed as a clown about 10 p.m. at Shemwood Apartments. A 12-year-old told deputies that 
two clowns were in the backyard backyard area. All right, now, have they changed the chemicals in the chemtrails to make people think they're seeing clowns? Is this an antidepressant thing? Is the, What is this? What is going on with the sighting of clowns? I mean, this is not a joke. I, I'm serious. This is an Associated Press story. I think I got it off the Drudge Report. We're seeing clowns. Now, like I said, I want to get. I, I have to get in this chemtrail thing, and I want to read through this real fast. Where did it go? There it is. A lot of people over the past week and a half, two weeks, have been sending me this this research paper done by a hundred by seventy seven scientists, and how the seventy seven seventy six agreed that the chemtrail phenomenon was nothing to worry about, was not real, was not an actual process going on. Okay. This is a peer-reviewed study, allegedly. Of course, the first name you see on it is Mick West. So you all know what that means when you see Mick West. So this led me into trying to do some more research. Uh, The chemtrail, the, the geoengineering, the persistent contrails, However you want to address it, talk about it. It's something going on. I I truthfully believe there's something going on. And I have friends that I love to death. Dave Forto Jones, my old co-host, does not believe in in the geoengineering chemtrail conspiracy. Hate to call it that. But with the the recent developments of this, this new study coming out, I had to do some more research and look for something to to help me understand what's going on. So this is by Scott Stevens. I'm sure a lot of you know Scott Stevens, former weather reporter. Good guy, all in all. Another interview I've got to sit in with. What happens when this ends? Did we really need a scientific paper to tell us that there is no conspiracy with regards to chemtrails and geoengineering. Apparently we did. The obvious, oh, and before I read it further, I, I want everybody to think about how hard they're trying to disprove this conspiracy, this, this, this belief that there's spraying going on above us. The obvious to most of us is getting well too obvious. Some self-declared scientific types had to review some pictures and all agreed, mostly 76 of 77, that nothing of the sort is happening right in front of us. Really? First, the published articles that I recently saw in the news referring to the published paper. The New York Times. Scientists just say no to chemtrails conspiracy theory. Goes into a bunch of reading. Uh, the science news, chemtrails, not real, says, say, atmospheric science experts. Bunch of reading on that. Oh, is there a bunch of reading on that? Okay, no. Well, well understood physics and chemi- chemical processes can easily explain the alleged evidence of secret large-scale atmospheric spraying programs. Oh, wait, is this the... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, there's a line there. <clears throat> Did you get that? I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's just excerpts out of... Um, these other stories that they're, you know, the headline was chemtrails, not real, say atmospheric scientist. Did you get that? Photographs, 
That's almost all they looked at, studied or examined. That's it. Just some static pictures. In my scientific research, I went a step further. How could I not? My job, my reputation, my incumbent responsibility to my employer and nightly audience was at stake. Instead of examining photos, photographs, which I already had thousands of, I bought four cameras, two computers, and some time-lapse software so that I could watch the entire day's weather happening in under five minutes. These cameras would begin recording the sky, snapping a picture every five seconds from sunup and finish at dark. Day after day after day. Pictures were not good enough for me. I needed video just to see if there was something that I was missing. I would get home from doing the 10 p.m. news, change my clothes, and go upstairs to begin rendering the four movies. I had one camera covering each of the coordinate directions and then watch each one. Your, your brain ever just not let you finish a word even though you knew you were saying it right? And it just makes you just keep saying it again? It is truly amazing what we don't see when we watch clouds without the aid of compressed time by 150 times or 300 times. At these speeds, it all makes sense. To be able to see all different layers of the atmosphere working together or against each other, a fog that seems like and even feels calm, but is actually violently whipping around. Even clouds rend retaining their shapes and sizes as they pass through each other. WTF. And if you go to my YouTube page, um, Sean Raz on YouTube, I've done time-lapse videos. I haven't done any recently. But in 2012, 2013, I put some good music and I I make them entertaining. But I did time-lapse videos on myself, uh, on my own. I would set my video camera up for two or three hours and record. And then I would go in and I would slow that down by 10, 20%. Or no, by even more than that, actually. I think I'd slow it down by, I don't know. It slowed down. Let's leave it that way. Where you can see what's going on. It makes you think. What it's quickly understood is that the wind does not carry the clouds. The water molecule is riding upon another force, another current, apart from the wind. This was a revelation to me, and once I realized by the wider atmospheric science community, while utterly revolutionizing the science, I lost count of the times I would see a cloud laying layer moving exactly 90 or 180 degrees opposite to the layer immediately above or below. This is impossible in a natural setting, Now, reflecting on how many chemtrails you see in the shape of the perfect T and X, think of alignments. All right, this is getting, I didn't get to read through this. So, guys, go check it out. I I shared it. I didn't realize he went into that much depth. I read through the beginning, and when I, it was all about debunking this, and I got to finish reading it, and there's a lot of video to be played. So, go finish reading it. It is, uh, I'm going to retweet it, and I'll post it for you guys in the uh, chat room. Here, let me give it to the chat room first. I've already tweeted it once. And see you later, Swag. Have a great night. As everybody's getting ready to, to, to bail. Don't 
go, go finish reading that. Check out that, guys. I just posted it over in the chat room. Uh, I will tweet it out for the, the listeners on the Twitter end again to make sure you get to see it. It is what happens when it ends. Just just search what happens when it ends. And this is a big argument that even uh, uh, David Keith and uh, who's the other geoengineering douchebag? Uh, oh, God, I can't remember his name. He's, he's, he's actually part of this study, I believe. The, the, the uh, study paper they put out a week and a half ago of, of, of examining clouds that were just pictures. Not really clouds. Not, not out there measuring. You know, that brings up another thing as we're talking about geoengineering. Uh, one of the guys that are very big in the community of, of chemtrails and geoengineering appears to have fallen back into a problem that if you've been following him, you understand this problem that, that he tends to fall into. I wish the best for him. Uh, it's it's a sin to watch somebody that has worked hard and, and, and really provided some great information and and, and helped uh, show this, this problem is, is having issues, bad issues. And it's not the first time it's happened to him. I'm not a praying man. I'm not a godly man. But I will say I, I hope the best for you. And if you know who I'm talking about, you guys... Just think positive thoughts for them. Some good waves. Sometimes that's all somebody needs. Well, you know what, guys? I uh, I've talked a lot tonight. It's really been a. I've really enjoyed this show. I want to thank Bobby again, Bob, for calling in. Bobby, Bob. Uh, it was great talking with you. I haven't talked with you in a while, and you're a good guy, dude. Like I said, I don't I don't have any animosity towards you. Uh, we've met in person. And I want you standing behind me when the shit hits the fan. And, you know, all this other stuff won't really matter at that point in time. Well, with that said, my friends, it's about that time. I need to wrap it up. I'm, I'm tired. I'm hungry. Hopefully next week uh, I won't be distracted. Distracted with the craziness of uh, just at all. Let's get down to, to some really important stuff, guys. I love you. Be a human being. Peace out. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns. Don't be afraid of mistakes. Emotions misplaced to love or to hate. I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes But it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake When I'm risking it all with no time to waste Fuck this red race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided through the beautiful, the silent with the light show from a passing UFO. 
of the unknown Please don't go And I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home But right from day one I've been in this alone With arms stacked against I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me Allie, don't ever look back Keep your eyes on that prize And give them hell to your death This is a test Just a frequency check For intelligent life Now's time to connect It's an SOS The death's been sent With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful asylum With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the so much thanks the first 52 is the bomb diggity
look at those beautiful clouds. Those are clouds, Daddy. Those are chemtrails. Chemtrails? What are chemtrails? Chemical trails, Daddy, and they're very bad. <laughs> Put the rumors to rest Gotta have the children on Give it a best can Send out